is essential training that you're about to get. You're about to see, look, if you walk into a home and you have no idea how to go from high hello into the actual sales presentation, it's going to be harder to make sales. So uh, this is, that's why we're doing this this morning. We heard your feedback. Uh, we do have a couple of questions that I, I want to answer after uh, the, uh, the training, but I'm going to start with uh, George this morning. George Andershock, superstar from down in the Valley of Texas. And uh, I was, uh, I was talking to somebody yesterday about George and we both agreed this dude is a solid, solid dude. And, and one of the, one of the good guys. And frankly, uh, very happy uh, to have you on the DCC on the regular. Uh, you've given some great feedback uh, on how we can improve the DCC. I think that we've been working on and, and getting better at, but I'm super excited to hear you train because I know you're one of the best. So that said, I'm just going to hand it over to you, man. You run with it. Uh, Fitz, thank you very much for that. Uh, that was a really, really uh, <laughs> very nice introduction. Um, hope I live up to it. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm honored that you have uh, allowed me to train on the on the on this call. I know there's a lot of leaders on this call and they have their own teams and and everybody's obviously very capable and 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 know what they're doing. Um, and so I, I respect that and, and grateful for that, too. Um, you know we all probably have one of these right here and um you know this training is about how to get started right on on talking to your client when you walk into the home so um i i will just get right into it i knock on the door i have the lead in my hand this is the only thing i have in my hand i have a backpack that i have on my shoulder i have the lead on my hand and my right hand is free so i could shake the hand of the person opening the door and then I could show them the lead and I could say, hey, um, you know, Robert, we had an appointment and uh, I'm George. I'm the guy who talked to you on the phone or whatever, blah, blah. And I'm already starting to kind of like walk my way in. And uh, I'm going to walk straight to the kitchen table. Uh, sometimes you'll get people who want to sit in their living room on the sofa on the couch. And uh, I'm just going to say, hey, you know what? I've got to show you guys a couple of things. It's a lot easier for me to do that on the table, even if they have their table full of stuff. Sometimes you walk in and their table is just full of groceries or whatever and I'll just, hey, it's okay i'll help you move stuff around or or they'll say no 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 just give me a minute and they'll they'll move it around um now as i'm walking in i'm sorry I, I jumped the gun there as i walk in if they have a beautiful house on the outside you compliment them if it's not if their yard is a mess if it you know you don't compliment them because obviously you're being fake but you know you could say hey you know you got a beautiful yard you know nice flowers or whatever nice palm trees um, when you walk in the living room, like if I'm I'm sitting there with Mike and Carrie Williams, um, they live in Ohio and they might have a Wisconsin Badgers poster or, or a picture or something. Right. Because that's where uh, Mike's actually from. And I'm like, huh. So you're a Wisconsin fan and you live in the OH and, you know, they might laugh, you know, I'm pretty sure. But you want to look on the on the walls and see what they've got on the walls, because obviously that's something important to them. Right. Whether it's their family or if they're wearing the military, um, that's stuff that you can use later for conversation. So I'm getting to the table. Um, obviously, we've all been trained to if you are a male, you want the male sitting next to you and you want the wife, the female uh, spouse sitting across the table from you. So uh, if there's any bumping of elbows or something, you're doing it with the same sex, not the opposite sex, because we just don't want any, you know, ideas or any any bad. You know, if the husband sees me accidentally touch his wife, he might take it the wrong way. So that's the way we've been trained. And, and all this is, is duplication, guys, okay? If you learn all this stuff, which you probably have, and you just follow it, okay, you're going to have success. Um, I tell people, 
this book right here, this is my original book. It's seven years old. I've been part of the lines for seven years. Um, I haven't changed it. It's it's old. It's rugged. You can see it's starting to, you know, fade. Um, and it's an old, if you look for a new uh, ATM, if you want to print it out, it's different from mine because this is the original that I did seven years ago. And it's like, uh, you know, that old saying, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So I never changed mine. Um, so it's 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 going to be a little different than yours. Not much, but just a little bit. Um, but if you duplicate, anyone here can become a 75% closer. And what I mean by that is you sit down with 10 sits, right? If you get inside the house and you sit down in a chair with 10, 10 different families, you should get to closing seven to eight out of 10 appointments because two, no one can sell. You can be Michelle Alleman. You're not going to close it. I'm sorry. You know, you could be God himself. You're not going to close it. Um, and there's going to be like two, maybe three that are waiting to buy insurance from anyone. You can be a brand new person, not know what you're talking about, and you're going to help that family. And in the middle, the five or six, that's where you come into play on your skill, on what you learn. And all you got to do is duplicate. And that's what's that's what's amazing, right? You don't have to reinvent anything here. All you've got to do is duplicate. So here we go. I'm going into the table. I'm sitting down and I'm not going to do any small talk. Some people like to do small talk. I don't do small talk. I just get right into it, guys. So listen, all the new agents, here it is. This is the secret. This is the only thing I have on the table, the lead and a pen, okay, and a pen. I use a pen to point the parts of the ATM that I'm using, right? So I sit down, I open my ATM, okay, I lay my ATM flat. I don't do the, you know, have it up like this, like a wall. I lay it down flat in between my, my husband and wife so they can both see what I'm talking about, okay? I have the lead. So I'll, I'll, you know, they saw the lead already and I turn it around and this is where I write my notes on the back of my lead. Okay. And I just set it down and I say, Hey, my company's called the Alliance. We're licensed in a state. You say your state. I'm in Texas. We're licensed in the state of Texas. Okay. Um, we specialize in mortgage protection, final expense protection, regular life insurance, uh, retirement protection and Medicare. Okay. That's how I started because guess what? Later on in the ATM, in the very next page, I'm going to talk about me, but it's not about me. It's about them. And that's where my small talk comes, right? So if the training was how you get started doing the ATM or doing your presentation, that's it. You know, you don't have to be nervous about small talk. And if that's what you're nervous about, the ATM again, you know, here's some pictures. My daughter, seven years ago, when she was like 10 years old, my family in San Antonio, my license with the state of Texas, and then about me. All I do is do this. Again, my name is George Andershock. I was born in Korea, South Korea, not North Korea. Okay, and that gets everyone to laugh at work. So if you got something funny you can say to kind of help you break the ice, go ahead and figure that out and put it on your ATM. Um, and then I just say, hey, I was, so I was born in Korea. I grew up in San Antonio, and I've been living in McAllen now for the last 12 years. Carrie, were you born here in, in Cleveland? No, I you know? wasn't. Okay, so where were you born? Seattle, Washington. Okay, wow, great, Seattle. Okay, and uh, Mike, were you born in, in Seattle or were you born here in Ohio? I was in Ohio, but in Toledo. So it's uh, it's a couple hours, you know, to the to the uh, west. So Okay, so Carrie, you're from Washington, Seattle, and you're from Toledo, Ohio. How in the world did you guys meet? <laughs> it's it's Florida. a long yeah, we met down in Florida. So it it uh, the journey took us both to South Florida, to Fort Lauderdale area, and that's where we met. It was in Fort Lauderdale. So okay, 
So I actually know this story because I've role played with them before and I know it could get <laughs> deep, but that's what we do. Now I'm going to just keep on asking them questions about that. I'm not going to have 10 questions. Oh, so how many kids do you have? Oh, so how do you, you know, it's going to be a very organic conversation and I want to get to know them. Okay. And then I'm going to take them back to when they met, like, well, I already did. So I'm going to ask them. So in Florida, you guys met, how did you guys meet in Florida? And then they're going to, right. They're going to explain, but I know for time purposes, but you know, that's the biggest thing right here. I think on the ATM is getting to know your, your clients, you know, making a friend, getting them to trust you and just really digging in. Like if they say they met in Florida, well, I'm going to ask them a couple more questions about that. Okay. So well, you're from Washington, you're from Ohio. What were you both doing in Florida? Like, how were you guys in the same place at the same time? Like, you know, what did God do to get you guys together? Cause you've been married over 20 years, you know, but anyways, I'm just going to get to know them mm -hmm. and, have a real good conversation with them for 15 to 20 minutes. If you're doing less than 10 minutes, you're doing it wrong. Okay. But that's how I start the ATM. So it's an introduction. Hey, my company's called the Alliance or my company's called Integrity Marketing. Okay. We're licensed in the state of Ohio and we specialize in boom, 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 boom. Okay. Do you have any life insurance outside of work, outside of your job? Okay. Oh, do you have it from your job? That's great. You edify it. Right. But then you say you always want something outside of your job, but that's getting in deeper. I would just ask, how do you start the conversation? And that's it, guys. I just get in there. And that's the easiest thing you can do is introduce your company and use this ATM. If you're not using this ATM, that's why you're struggling. But there's videos, there's trainings. Every leader on this panel is way more than capable. You know, this, this book right here, this book and this pen or my iPad has created over a million dollars for me. Fitz makes a million dollars, over a million dollars a year. Diane Lampy makes over a million dollars a year. This right here, personal production, I've made over $150,000 every year just because of this thing right here. Not because of me, because I used to sell t-shirts or handbags or sold sushi. None of that helped me with life insurance. This right here, learning how to use this, learning how to just duplicate this, is created over a million dollars in the last seven years. So um Fitz I really don't know what else I I can you want me to get into because I know uh Jonathan's going to do the virtual style um but that's just that's how I get started talking to people you know I just I I, I don't want to do the small talk at the beginning I'm kind of beelining it to the table once we sit down I've done you know I've done a little scope around the house I, I might even look at a picture and be like wow you know what's this this is nice or oh wow is this your whole family and that might be the only small talk but we're getting to the table we're getting down to the point, and then I'm going to spend about 20 minutes getting to know them on the About Me page. But the introduction on getting this started is just introducing my company, what we specialize in, and finding out if they have another insurance policy before I move on. And then, and then I get to know them. That's perfect. And I would call that from door to the table. Uh, and that's uh, that transition is a transition a lot of new agents mess up. They don't really know how to do that. You gave some great tips there. And I'm sure we're going to end up getting some questions from it, but it's just, I mean, what I heard you say is I'm, I'm getting in there. I'm complimenting them. Honest compliments. Uh, if their yards crap, don't talk about how nice their yard is. Uh, but uh, then you're getting to the table and you're just putting the ATM right there on the table immediately. I like that you put it flat. That's different. A lot of people prop it up. I actually prefer when you said that, I thought, yeah, that's a good idea. Just putting it flat in between them so they can both look at it at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I just use the pen as a pointer as I'm pointing at stuff and, and then obviously we're nodding when we want them to say yes, we're also nodding, but that's also just, but today was just how do you get started, right? Right on from door to the table. I love it. That was perfect, George. I'll give you a hand. Woo! 
All right. So next up, we're going to bring on Johnny, Jonathan Yakey, another great trainer. Uh, I think Jonathan is one of these guys. We were just talking the other day. Uh, I don't know if anybody's taken the test, uh, the working genius, the sixth working genius, but he's got this wonder in his brain and he's just like, he thinks, man, he's a deep thinker, uh, but he's a high performer when it comes to uh, making sales in the insurance business. No question about it. High performer. And uh, so we've asked him to do really the same thing that George just did, but, but, from a virtual standpoint. So from door to the table, virtually. <laughs> Johnny, take it away, my friend. Thank you, Fitz. That was uh, very kind words, man. It was, it was funny, George, you were talking. I remember uh, talking to you several years ago. I actually, I laid my ATM flat after talking to you, which is uh, pretty cool, man. So you can learn from anybody. I think just to echo what George was saying, the cool thing about this business is it's not like you have to be this um, doctor or lawyer type of person to do well. Like it, literally anyone can do it. And it's encouraging to know that, right? Um, it was encouraging to me when I got into the business. So it's just duplicating simple stuff like George was saying and, and hanging out with people that I think uh, someone else on the call on Lampy's team name's not coming to mind. Kendall said, you know, I listened to a couple people and it helped me, you know, hear something in a way to get out there and, you know, get results. So um, I'm going to bring on just as a role play, uh, a guy on our, a new guy on our team, Sahir Ali. And uh, so, man, how you doing? How you guys doing? I'm doing good. Good, good, good to see you. So Sahir is actually, he's, Brand new to the business. How long have you been licensed to here? Um, since the beginning of August, August 1st. Okay, so not a few months, right? Yes, sir. And uh, Yes, here's already uh, submitted about 14000 in annual premium, which is really impressive. So proud of you, man. And uh, Appreciate it. Yeah, so and it's been all virtual too, right? Or was correct, it? Correct. Yeah. All virtual, all calling. Yeah, very good. So uh, um, I'm just going to do this virtually. So the first thing I'm going to say to you guys is there's not really anything different virtually than what George just went through. Okay. I think the biggest thing people miss is they're like, I have to change everything. If I'm going to be virtual It is not the case. It's literally the same concepts in the ATM just transferred over to a phone call. Okay. But there are a few things you can do a few action steps that uh, will help increase your credibility and reduce your sales pressure. So if you want to write that down, like virtually that's what you want to do with, I mean, even in person, you want to increase your credibility and reduce your sales pressure, but even more so virtually, like that's my goal is to increase who I am and then reduce the, the pressure of feeling like I'm trying to sell this person something. Right. So, how you go about that is if, it, you know, basically I've set the appointment with Sahir and I'm calling him. I give him a call and it's like ring, ring. And then Sahir answers and I'm like, hello. Hey, Sahir. Hey, how you doing? Good, man. Good, man. Hey, uh, I was just giving you a call for our appointment uh, today for the mortgage protection. Is it still a oh. good time for you? Uh, Yeah, today's a good time. Cool. 
So that, that's how I make the phone call. I'm not going to get in. I mean, you can do a Zoom meeting if you want, but there's, there's no difference than if I was at the door knocking, saying hello. You're just on the phone, right? But there is one thing that I do is I'm like, hey, man, so if you uh, – I know your time's important to you. If you can just grab a pen and a sheet of paper real quick um, before we get started. Yeah, no problem. I got it right here. Cool. So, again, my name is Jonathan. Um, last name is Yakey. And, hey, my license number here in the state of Texas is 202-1898. That way, as we're talking, if, you, if you'd like to look me up on the Department of Insurance, you can do that. It's attached to my name. Um, since we do stuff virtually, I prefer to give that out. So it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. I got it down. Yeah. So I do that every time on a virtual appointment at the very beginning is give my license number because what it does, no one's ever looked me up by the way, <laughs> but what it does is it says, I go, this, this guy's taking time to give me a license number. Like I feel already feel better about it based on that instead of just skipping over that part. Okay. Then the next thing I'm going to get into is obviously you're just asking the same questions that you would in an in-person appointment that George had mentioned. Like, hey, are you from here? Like, where are you from? You know, yeah. did you grow up in this area? That's usually what I ask. So I'm like, hey, Sear, are you from Houston or where'd you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Orlando and I moved here in about middle of high school. I moved to Texas. Okay. What brought you to Texas? Your family moved over here or what did you come to school? Yes, my my the whole family moved here. Um family business got moved from Florida to Texas. Okay. Cool, man. And then I'll probably ask, well, what do you guys do? Mm -hmm. How'd you get involved in that? Like you, you wanna go ask a lot of questions about one thing, spend time generally trying to get to know them, right? So I mean I guess we could dig into that, but the point is transitioning of this training so all of us can practice um, getting to know people I think Michelle had mentioned something the other day her mindset is she's she's asking questions like this person was her uncle or her aunt or her cousin that can help you do the small talk if you think this person's your uncle you'll naturally be like hey man right instead of hello sir you know, you'd sound a little bit more uh, easy to talk to. But anyways, so once I kind of get to know him, I uh, I transitioned uh, into straight into what, you know, we booked the appointment for. Right. So I'll be like, hey, so I got this request from you to hear if it was an online. Typically, if you're doing a virtual meeting, it's an online request. Right. And I'll. I'll go directly to the person. If, if you have a beneficiary listed directly to that person, like you put your, you know, your sister or your son or your daughter here, this is their name. Is that right? Right. And then, and why am I doing that? Well, cause I want to, I want them to be thinking about why they did it. Like the only reason, the only reason we fill something out online and schedule to talk to somebody is cause we're only going to do it either out of love because we love someone or we have some type of fear that something may happen and we want to protect that person. Right. So I want to bring that to the forefront of 
whoever I'm talking to. Does that make sense? Um, in the beginning. And then I'm going to ask a question. Hey, have you been looking for coverage for a while or is this just recent? See here. Um, I've been looking for like, like a pretty decent amount of time. Just haven't found the right uh, policy for me. Okay. So is there any particular reason that you um, haven't gone with someone up until this point? Has it just been he didn't feel good about the company or? I felt like I didn't trust other agents. Okay. Why do you feel that way particularly? Um, I feel like they might be trying to take advantage of me. Okay. Uh, do you feel like you've been taken advantage of before with other other products? That you um, mainly just uh, investing, but okay. never in insurance. Okay. I can understand how you would feel. It's uh, there's a lot of companies, right? So, um, I definitely get that. What I found is with insurance, it's really, really regulated. So, based on how old you are and your health situation, each company has to offer you pretty close to the same um, benefit um, for for that situation, right? Your age and your health. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So I work with like 40 companies. Uh, I'm an insurance broker. So I'm kind of like the Expedia for insurance. So I'm going to find you the very best rate for your situation. And we'll, uh, we'll find something that makes sense for you. And look, here's the deal. If this doesn't make sense for you, then that's cool. We stay friends. Is that fair enough? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Okay. So the reason I say that early on in the transition is because that's another uh, statement to pull someone's wall down. Cause like if it actually makes, if it actually doesn't make sense, I'm, I'm not going to push us. I'm not going to push you to buy this. The reality is it always makes sense or we wouldn't be talking. Like that's just the truth. If, if you, you know, if someone already had their affairs in order, they wouldn't be reaching out for someone to lead them to a decision. Does that make sense? It's like if you go if you go eat at a restaurant, you don't want the waiter or the waitress. You don't want to have to ask the waiter or the waitress for something. You want them to lead you to what you already want, which when I went to breakfast the other day, I wanted Cholula sauce with my eggs and I didn't have to ask for it. He said, hey, hey could I get you any, any sauces to go with your meal? I'm like, heck yeah, dude, Cholula. And I didn't have to ask, right? So that's what people want. They they want you to lead them to a decision. Make sense? But yeah. we can't just tell people that. We have to ask questions and make statements. So I don't know if you want me to go into anything else or if George wants to add something because it's it's the same thing in person and on the phone. But that's the transition. I'm just – once I kind of get to know them, I'm making those statements. And that's the difference. The license number and the, hey, this this doesn't make sense. We stay friends, essentially, right? And that's and you just go through your the rest of your uh, appointment. No, I think that's good. 
Johnny. Um, <clears throat> I, I wanted you, I, you did what I was hoping you would do. You kind of went more into it um, because the uh, you're not walking up to their house. You can't compliment them on their yard. Uh, the virtual sales really, it is jumping, just jumping more into it right off the bat. Uh, we did have a couple of questions coming in. Um, how, how do you go through the ATM virtually? Are you actually going through the ATM? Uh, and I had written that down and we just got the question in as well. You're not, you're doing this on the phone. You're not showing them the ATM. Are you using it as a guide? What are you, how, how do you, how do you use that? Yeah. Majority of these sales are on the phone only. I mean, you would do a zoom meeting if it's in particular situations. I mean, I would talk, you know, talk to whoever's helping you about that, but um, yeah, I have the, I mean, for when I started in during COVID, I had a PDF copy of the ATM right here while I'm talking. So to make sure that I'm, you know, staying on point, but I don't no, I don't show it to them. I do. Um, that's a great question. Um, I have texted, like a picture of myself with it's like a business card. You can put a picture of yourself and like your license number and your office address or whatever. I have done that. I mean, I don't think it's giving them your license number to write down. It's fine. Um, and then I've all done the only other thing I would text a picture of is just a picture of the companies we represent. So most people are familiar with those logos. So you can like, as you're talking say, Hey, I said, I'm like the Expedia of insurance, but here's the companies so you can look at. I'm sure you recognize some. And they're like, yeah. But that's the only thing I would send. I don't show the ATM, at all. Okay. but I do have it in front of me. When I hear most people using the ATM virtually are doing exactly what you said. They're, they're not doing a Zoom and doing a big PowerPoint presentation. Instead, they have the, the ATM sitting right beside them. And the ATM is the in-home presentation. It was designed by top producers to give all of us guardrails on the super highway of this appointment. So we're not driving off a cliff somewhere. It's keeping us on the road, <clears throat> but it is just a guide. And uh, it's meant to just be that you kind of follow along with that, but certainly don't ignore the conversation. I've heard a lot of people doing exactly what you described virtually. They just have it sitting there beside them and just kind of going through it. Client doesn't even need to know that you're going through that, uh, but they will sense that there is an order uh, as you're moving through things, they'll sense there's an order there. And I think people trust that, that, okay, this guy's going through a process. He's not just flying by the seat of his pants. Uh, I like that. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, um, George, anything to add to that? Um, not really. You know, he knocked it out of the park. Um, one thing that I, I do, if I'm doing it virtually, I do just ask him right away. Um, and this is just a little you know, not so much training, but I ask them to get a pen and paper so they, they can write stuff down that I want them to write down or whatnot, or, you know, like, so Jonathan did say, Hey, this is my number, write it down. So it's the same thing. But when I, when I do start a virtual, I will do, I do say, Hey, uh, do me a favor, grab a pen and paper and then get right out, you know, right off my information. Like he did, like he said, and I just back it up with shooting a text also. And just like he did, um, we have, um, I actually have a, a picture that I text them, it's the companies we represent. And on the bottom, that's 50% of the, the text. And then on the bottom picture is uh, my license with the state of Texas and my actually my driver's license on the other corner too. So they can match, you know, if I'm doing it, like I, I did a lot of virtually actually using Zoom. Um, you know, I just, I do think that them seeing me on camera helped, you know, not just the telephone. So I would say 
75% of what I've done virtually or by phone has been 75% on a Zoom call. Um, you know, but I'll shoot them that and so they can have it. And and I'll even send them the uh the TDI website where they can actually look us up to just you know having those notes. But uh most I do prefer in face to face, you know, but there are people who just say, Hey, call me on the phone or do Zoom, and now we can do that. So that's awesome. But no, Jonathan uh did great. Yeah, and I will add you said you prefer face to face. I think it's important, you know, if you're within the first year of of being in this business, I I do recommend going in person at minimum for f sitting in front of 40 people, you know, and talking to someone about how that went. I, that will help you a lot in this business. I'm not saying you can't come into it virtually, you know, but you do need more appointments virtually than you do in person. You agree with that, George? Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to, yeah. you know, it's just like uh, if you ever talk yeah. to a telemarketer, a lot of them don't make it past two or three weeks because of the rejection and the hangups and the cussing out. And if you if you start out doing virtually and you and you do decent, dude, you're going to kill it in person or you're going to be able to sell anything and just keep on doing what you're doing um, and getting better. But, you know, obviously you've got thick skin and that's what it takes in this business, whether you do it in person or virtually, you know, most of your um, top producers, they've got thick skin and they don't they don't worry about the nose or they don't worry about the door getting slammed in their face they just we just move on to the next one and and we we don't have time to to waste or or to cry about it we just we just move on you know because we know if we keep on going we're gonna get three four five six sales and that one was no big deal i've had an agent had a gun pulled on her and i thought she was done and this was like at 11 o'clock in the morning and and then uh, she was riding with another agent and and i said are you guys coming back to the office and they're like no we're going to the next appointment this chick's crazy <laughs> there you go somebody just asked that question nina just asked has anyone ever encountered an unsafe or dangerous situation uh during an in-person appointment if so what do you do get the hell out of there um simple answer um <clears throat> i don't i don't i don't want to get into that because that's that's another question that uh, there's other questions that are much more I want to get to first. Ruthie Ray is asking, how do you get them into the talkroom.io or Zoom or whatever so they can see you? So virtually, how how are you getting, you know, you call them on the phone and then you're getting them on the on Zoom or the how are you doing that transition? So for the ones I do on Zoom, I just I call them first and I'm like, hey, I've already asked them to be by by a computer. I just say, hey, if you can go ahead and pull up your email, I'm gonna send you a link just so. You know, you can see me while we're talking, right? I would, I would prefer that. I haven't had any pushback. That's how I do it. I just tell them I prefer it. You know, that's and good. Then, yeah, that's good. And I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of the leaders uh, chat out to everyone. You know, 13 years and no bad situations. And Michelle Allman saying, I've never encountered crazy stuff like that. Like it. <laughs> so to yeah, answer Nina's okay, question. Sorry. It doesn't right. happen very. It doesn't happen them. very often. <laughs> no, and, and the reason why is that girl that did that. She was very persistent. She was like the late. The girl who answered the door was like, "No, leave," and told her to leave like five times, and she wouldn't leave. And she finally said, "Look, if you don't leave, I'm gonna pull out a gun." And she said, "Do you fill this out?" And then she put just showed her the gun, and then she said, "Okay, okay, I'm leaving." So it wasn't like you know nothing crazy, but um, you know, I I guess uh, I just want to say one last thing before I totally mute myself but i've heard i've been on this call f a few weeks now and i've heard of you guys have a team out there that just door knock people right and and the thing is um 
they're out there and they're putting in the work. So all the people on the panel, they're working. And that's the key thing is we're all working. And uh, if you want to have success, you duplicate a successful system. That's that's number one. Be coachable. And then you got to put in the work. OK, that license is not just going to print money. You've got to go in there and put in the work. And I promise you, all of us have gone through everything. Like Fitz said, when he started this call this morning, he said he's gone through it all. He's dealt with leads. And we've all done the same thing, too. You know, not everybody is just sitting out there on the West Coast, chilling, smoking barbecue like Joe, Joe all the time. He grinded and he's grinded. And, and now, you know, he's got a book of business up the last 10 years. But um, we've all been through it all. And that's I, I think that's the key is you got to you got to be able to work. You got to work hard. You got to follow the system or duplicate it. <clears throat> OK, and you just got to want to get better and be a little competitive, you know. Um, but yeah, that's it. It's, there, there's no secret to it. We sure don't all have to be GQ like Jonathan over there, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's always calling that when I met. I was like, dude, you look like a, a Calvin Klein model, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does. <laughs> he does. Uh, Shirley's asking, is it possible George post what he share with clients virtually? It sounds like what you're doing, like what you're sending to him is just top half of the page is carriers you represent. And then this corner is your insurance license. This corner is your driver's license. That's not yeah, it's nothing fancy. I did it on notability. I transferred that picture of the, the carriers we represent. You know, it's got maybe 15 pictures of different carriers, Mutual Omaha, Foresters. And then I just cropped uh, my license in there and then a picture of my, it, look, it doesn't look professional at all. It just, it looks real, you know, but it's like Jonathan said, a lot of people aren't even going to ask you for this stuff as long as, you're just honest and they can get a good feel for you and you give them your information, your license number. Um, but yeah, I can, um, I can post that picture on the WhatsApp or the, or the, what is it? Slack, whatever Slack. you want. I can, I can post a picture of it. You can put it on the uh, Fitz group Facebook page. Okay. All right. Probably easy way to place, place that. Well, perfect. I want to thank you guys both for, uh, for volunteering because they volunteered to do this. I didn't assign them. They said, I'll do it. And, uh, and you did a great job. Knocked out of the park. Give my hand, everybody. Can I help you? I sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's T-I-M-E-W-I-T-H-F-I-T-Z.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic and pick a time and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you soon.